Welcome to Menu, the Feel Good Food Stories podcast. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so I'm serving up a starter, main and dessert of good food, chat, joy and laughter. And that's going to be from myself and my brilliant guests that I have on every week. We talk about things like food memories, food dating stories. We throw in the odd review now and again. And there's a big dollop of food joy. So pop your napkin on your lap and let's get stuck in. This week on Menu is all about the Shane Young Chef competition. I went down to Surrey. I actually went to Unilever Kitchens in Surrey. Uh, to get involved in that. But yeah, it was a really good day. Um, I'll tell you more about that in the interviews that I had with the judges and stuff. It was good. It was really positive. And also, I got <laughs> over Easter. I mentioned that I'm not a big fan of cream eggs. Like, I like the chocolate, but I don't like the bit in the middle. It's just too sickly and sweet and disgusting. So, Ben Purton, yeah. He's the guy that invited me to the competition. He's also somebody that I've had on my podcast. And we also have a chat now. So, yeah, we're kind of like friends, aren't we, BP? Calling BP. Only his friends calling that. Um, yeah, he has made me a cream egg with a special filling. And I didn't have any of that until I recorded the podcast. So have a listen to my reaction for that. And that is what's coming up on this week's menu. Headed down to Unilever Kitchens in Leatherhead, Surrey, and had a chat with the judges. Started off with Andy Aston, who's of Baxter Story. Then I went and had a chat with Cherish Finden, and she's from Bake Off the Professionals. I'm sure you know who she is, got the lovely bright red hair. She's also a pastry consultant. And I also had a chat with Chef Darren Liu, and he's of Blue Jasmine. So those were my first three that I went and had a talk to. Have a listen. Right, so we're here at Unilever. Well, Unilever Kitchens, isn't it, in Leatherhead, yeah? So I'm at the Shen Young Chef competition. Andy, you're a judge here. What are you judging? What are you looking for today? You know, when I walked in here this morning, the intensity is so, you know, so high. You've got a new environment you've never cooked in before. Um, you've got a small working space and you've got to create free dish, free, you know, free great dishes. So I guess what I'm looking for is just a chef that's calm and smiling. And that sounds, that's hard because, you know, being a chef sometimes it's ferocious, it's fast paced. Yeah. You don't get time to look. But just someone who's calm and collected, um, got a nice clean work area. Yeah. That's that bit. When it comes to the taste of the food, I'm not too worried what the plate looks like. What I'm looking for is presentation, yes, yeah. but taste. Okay. I'm looking for taste and right. technique. So what have they done to that, for instance, they've done a dessert. What have they done to that that's elevated that to the next day? So I'm looking in the background. I try to break down a dish and say, okay, I understand that, chef. They've personalised it. It's a, mm. it's a bit of them. Yeah. They've got a bit of classic training technique in there. Um, and they put their spin on it. So, and I like that. I like people to be, um, I like people to be authentic. And, yeah. You know, and the, the creativity on a plate comes out when they're young. Because yeah. when chefs are young, okay. you know, yes, you've been trained, 
but you're still very new to the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you should be a little bit braver, and I, I like to see stuff that's a bit different, yeah. you know. So, yeah, does that, I mean, that's kind of what I look for. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of it. So, yeah. so a bit of personality. Flavor. Yeah, a bit yeah. of personality on the plate, lots of flavour. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and also, you know, the potential in that dish. Yeah. Because sometimes it doesn't always come together. Okay. But I can see potential in a lot of the dishes that we've seen so far today. Yeah. Just a few little tweaks yeah. can be amazing, and it's very close. You know, the yeah. first this morning was brilliant. You know, we saw some amazing dishes. Oh. You know, and, and, and I, I take my hat off because if I was young, would I've created those dishes? Yeah. I'd like to think I probably would have a good crack at it. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard. now we've got the you know myself and the other judges have now got to you know find a winner. Yeah. Winning a competition can elevate you to you know to, you get introduced to lots of different people. You get to travel. But just stay grounded. Mm. Stay, stay grounded and yeah. have empathy, yeah. you know, with people. And just make sure you connect with everyone you meet on that journey. Connect with them. Yeah? Mm. All the competitors you meet, connect with them. Yeah. Because as you go into your journey, you're going to come across each other again. So, yeah, stay grounded. Um, have empathy. Um, keep learning. Never be afraid to learn. Yeah. And one thing as well is be curious. Yeah. That's the best bit of advice. Definitely. Be curious. If you're not sure about something have a go at it yeah. if somebody says well it doesn't work but do you believe in it yeah. believe in yourself yeah because yeah. I guess this is the first well it depends how many they've done but maybe not sit on your laurels after this you think well actually there's a lot more still to do yeah and, and take feedback because sometimes you know no one likes criticism mm. we don't like criticism but yeah. you know what criticism can make you such a better person it can it can improve a dish tenfold yeah. um, so listen to criticism take it on board but still ch- stay true to yourself I'm with Cherish, who's one of the judges. So, Cherish, how did you get to become a judge? Well, I was ever so uh, um, honoured to be invited as one of the judges. I guess what made me a judge is what am, why am I invited to become a judge is um, whatever, however I critique, it need to, I need to understand food. Let's split it this way. When I look at the plate of food, how do I look at it and I say, oh my goodness, this plate of food has soul. Yeah. And it's actually talking to me at the moment. Oh. <laughs> I know what you mean. Connecting with it. You need to have connection with yeah. the, 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 the plate of food that is presenting right in front of you. It needs to have a lot of character. It needs to have soul. Mm. And it needs to be very inviting when you look at it. When you taste it, what are you looking for in the taste? Well, again, uh, it needs to depend what I'm eating. If I take it talking about a plate of a starter, yeah. it needs to look amazing. Yeah. Not only does it look to look amazing, it needs to taste exquisite. And to put them all aside, the technique that that person input into the plate has to be mm. elegant. Yeah. It has to be skillful. Yeah, okay. Mm. And let's say you was in this competition. Let's say you weren't a judge and you were a contestant. What would you bring? What would your little special thing be? Well, I will do a lot of preparation at yeah. home. But because this is a black box, I do not know what is inside the box. Of course, the hero, I'll use fish, I'll use a pheasant, I'll use okay. a, a seafood, or I'll use a kind of meat. I think the hero has to be there. When you say a hero, is that the one main thing that you're focusing on? So when I say hero, that yeah. means if I choose a scallop, if yeah. scallop is in the menu, of yeah. course, I've actually practiced, go cook it to perfection. What kind of sauce do I go with? 
How do I dress it up? In my mind, I already have a concept of okay. how am I going to plate my food, how am I going to cook my food. Yeah. But it is from the experience that you have that you twist it around. Do I give a little bit of acid just to because it's a seafood? Do I put a little bit of crunchiness just to make it more exciting? Mm. How do I turn that plate so that it becomes um, uh, a standout dish? That the judges will like. Ah, so you'll be thinking a lot, won't you? There'll be a lot of going around in your brain. Yes, I think once you lift up the cloth and start to prepare your menu, to write your menu, and your brain start to click, you need to be ever so fast. Yeah. You need to work under pressure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, is there anything you've tasted today? I know we can't give anything away. Yeah. You know, is there anything that made you go, "Woo"? Oh, well, I, I think that is a frustration mm. when I judge. It's because I want that person to do so well, yeah. ever so well. The tasting bit that I did for the dessert, one plate really blew my mind away ah. in terms of taste. Yeah. But it is not cooked. Oh. And one plate that I really like, the taste, but it is not presented as a dessert. It is oh. presented as a petit gâteau. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so you're almost there. But you're almost there, yeah. but how I wish I can actually put on my apron and just <laughs> jump in and help them. Cherish didn't go and put her apron on and jump in and help the contestants. <laughs> but she was just talking about like the frustration of, do you know when somebody's almost there with something and you just want to go in and help them? So she was kind of talking about that. After I had a chat with Cherish, I went and spoke to another judge, Darren Liu. So Darren, tell us what, why are you here as a judge? So um, today I was invited by Chen to, um, to one of the uh, judge for the uh, three-course menu from the Young Chef competition. Yep. So I am judging from um, appetizer, main course and dessert. Okay. And have you eaten much today? Yes, I ate a lot. I judged <laughs> uh, like 36 plates on wow. the first section. And um, I can say today I tried one of the best, um, oh. the plate dessert, um, the main course, the sauces is super, you know. Really? Okay, okay. Obviously we can't give anything away, but that's interesting, good stuff. Whoever wins this competition, what, what's the best piece of advice you could give to them? Uh, don't give up, no matter if you, you win or you lost the, the competition. Yeah. I think the best thing is this is the best place you come, at least you come to try. Yeah. So you have the courage to come and, and uh, keep it up. Don't don't be afraid. Yeah, yeah. Just take, just use this as like a learning experience. Correct. Guess, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then on to the next. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Up next, I had a chat with Jordan Kerridge. Jordan is a past winner of the Shane Young Chef competition. So. That's an interesting one. He won it before and then he mentored somebody in, a, in one of the competitions, not this one, a previous one, and now he's kind of helping to run it. So it's like, what do they call it? Um, gamekeeper turned poacher. Is it something like that? <laughs> something like that. Anyway, in his day job, Jordan is a development chef at Higgledy. So he has kind of gone on to do that. I'm here with Jordan who won this... Shane Chef competition always. It's a lot for the teeth, isn't it? The Shane Chef. You know, it's quite a lot for my teeth anyway. So, yeah, he's a past winner, Jordan is. And now you're kind of running the show, aren't you, a little well, bit? I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, I've been kindly invited back by Ben to kind of assist and judge it as a 
kind of as a past winner. Um, so this is my third year doing it as a judge. I've also entered someone into this competition as a mentor previously. But um, it's really nice to be kind of still involved in it and it's a really exciting competition. As a judge and a past contestant, yeah. you must have some little kind of secret things that nobody else will know about, will they really? So what is it that you mentor, when you were mentoring your guy, yeah. what, what, what were the words of advice you gave to them then? I think it's the words of advice I give to anyone when, when you're going into this competition because it's black box mystery ingredients, yeah. is um, just being flexible on the day, being really open-minded, but there's also a lot there in terms of training. Like you're not allowed a notepad, you're not allowed your phone to look up recipes. Oh, right. So it's all got to be done from your head. Yeah. And someone with limited experience and exposure, it could potentially struggle. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. So you know when you're looking at you know dessert recipes or flavour combinations, it's different when you can sit down and plan it for a couple of hours or scroll through the internet or look for a recipe book, but you can't can't do any of that. Yeah. So I think that's hard. So having like a uh, block of staple recipes that you can then circulate through yeah. to kind of assist you in it is is really big and again just being agile and thinking on your feet yeah. but also just kind of relaxing and you know people, these guys cook for a living every single day yeah. so just because they're doing it in a different kitchen is just about you might feel a bit nervous but just every time I did competitions like this I felt kind of nervous in the build up to it because it's the fear of the unknown mm. but then as soon as like you get your list of ingredients, write your menu down, write your mise en place list, or your preparation list, write your like, kind of a rough time plan, and then I'd like take a breath, come in the kitchen, and be like, well, I do this every day, so this there's nothing to phase me here. It was the fear of the unknown that I used to find nerve wracking, but as soon as you're by on the stove, you're in control. Yeah. So I found that really comforting. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. That. You're cooking every day. I know it's a competition, but it can, the nerves can really just take you, take you over sometimes, can't it? Even though you do it day in, day out, like, you think, what's that about? But yeah, I get that. So that's a good piece of advice that you've given then. So given that you're a past winner, what have you been doing? Like, was it all a bit whirlwind? And where did you also, because you go to the finals, if you win this, this kind of heat, you then go to the world final. So... These guys are going to Istanbul in October. Yeah. Where did you go? So I regularly get stitched up on things like this. So I've the year that I won it, uh, the year before me was Budapest. Year after me, I think it was South Africa. The year before that, year after me, it was Chicago. I got to spend ten days in sunny Manchester. So, <laughs> oh, you um, didn't even leave yeah, the country. <laughs> absolute stitch up, um, which Ben and Vic are always happy to remind me of. I think that's why they keep me around as a, like some sort of sympathy vote. No, no I, was, it was, I was really lucky because like my now wife and my parents were able to come to Manchester. So from that point of view, it was great. Yeah. What I was less keen on is that you do a couple of days of like sightseeing because you've got people from all over the world coming over to do sightseeing. <laughs> You got people Ben's all giving from, him a kiss for you got, some I know, see, uh, you got people all over the world coming to do sightseeing. If I was to, in New York, I'd want to go to and do some sightseeing. The first time on the what's Manchester probably one of its most famous things for oh, football. Oh, yeah, so yeah, first thing on the end, agenda, yeah. stadium tour of Old Trafford. And I'm a Chelsea season ticket holder, so that had absolutely no appeal to me whatsoever. The tour guys like, has anyone been here before? I was like, yeah, yeah, a few times. Um, 
but look, I was really lucky, and so so I, I did that. And then the other the other thing I got, uh, which was Cup of 2020, is I won an Acorn Award. So that's like a uh, 30 people under the age of 30 within the hospitality industry. I was like rising star awards. So I was very lucky to win one of those during COVID. And you're meant to do like a weekend away, but obviously mine was during COVID, so my weekend got scrapped. So. Um, and I, event- I eventually got invited to the year one the following year, yeah. but it was at the hotel I used to work at, which is like 15 minutes from my house. So, you know, you've got no. Oh, it's, it, well, it's first world problems, isn't it? But um, yeah. I was, I was very, I'm very fortunate to have done all these fantastic things. I met some amazing people doing it, but I just haven't quite got the uh, the night out reward, as it were. Yeah. But um, yeah, first world problems. Oh, no, totally. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it. I yeah. was so, so lucky to have done all these things and experienced these things. Yeah. Um, but my experience has been slightly different to other people who have gone on a similar journey to me. Okay. So what's been like since winning? Has there been anything kind of stand out since winning that you've thought, actually, this has really helped to propel my career? I think it's probably the exposure to, to different people. Um, I'd say it's quite a big thing. And I just doing this competition takes you outside your comfort zone massively mm. because you're not in control yeah. for a large part of it so I think that, that I'd say it's more of a life lesson in a way okay. a cooking but also a life lesson and just being able to mix with different people and go into different surroundings like I now work I, for about 18 months now I have left restaurant kitchens I'm now working in development and I, I kind of first got the idea uh, 13 minutes Sorry, quick time check there. Um, um, and it was actually coming here. So I'm now working in development. I have been for about 18 months. But it was actually coming here to Unilever. I never, you know, I trained up in London and mainly in high-end kitchens and luxury hotels and Michelin restaurants. And no one ever tells you about food development. Yeah. And it's like a bit of a dark secret. Okay. But coming here, 2015 was my first year when I came to Unilever. It was like, oh, wow, this, you know, this is an interesting thing that actually I've never thought about but I would consider doing in many years time and I suppose I've kind of come full circle in that respect and see I've been in development now for about 18 months okay and can you see yourself switching again or do you think this is for me I mean you never know yeah I I, I wouldn't say I'd never say never I'm really lucky in what I do now in terms of developing because you know, I was running a, a five-star hotel called the Stafford up in London. I was the head chef there for nearly three years. and yeah. an amazing time. I had a great crew and team. But I wanted to do something a little bit different. I also had a young... My son's two and a half now, so I just wanted to spend a little bit more time yeah. at home um, and to be there to support my wife a bit more. Um, and doing what I'm doing now gives me the flexibility and, and better working hours. But also I have to do a lot of marketing stuff. I've got to do a lot of commercial stuff. I've got to do presentations. And so the skill set I'm having to learn now is more than what I would be if I was just running a kitchen. So, you know, I still have to, I'm still a cook and I'm still a chef, but I've still got, I've got to do and learn other things. And I found that tricky, but also really as a growing experience has been really good. As a judge, you've tasted some of the food today, yeah? Any standouts? Oh, it's too early to say. Yeah, there's been some really good stuff. There's yeah. been some really good. Um, with with anything like this, you know, we're now at the halfway point, so the second group are coming up in 11 minutes' time. So you better make this snappy. Um, there's been some really positive things this morning. Again, it's just so hard when people haven't got recipes or notebooks or something. There's always going to be slight deviations that if they were to do that in their kitchen yeah. at their workplace, you know they could execute better. But that's the kind of thrill of today is that. 
the intense scrutiny and pressure the guys are under um, just leads to a more interesting challenge. Cool. And then finally, as a past winner, what's your kind of best words of advice? I would just say enjoy it, like train for it and be prepared for it because for the grand scheme of things, today is almost a bit like child's play when you get from when you go to the world, like it's just it just goes up another level so you need to be at the top of your game but also it's a once in a lifetime experience so you know enjoy it as much as you can train for it but also knowing that you're going to go to a really cool destination you're going to meet loads of different people so not to come out your shell and to embrace it fully and not be hesitant or shy but also don't embarrass the country and let 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 the UK down (laughs) not much then do you know what I mean just small things And the last judge, but definitely, definitely not the least, is Franciana Tatari. She is a pastry chef. She's got so much personality. We had a good little laugh, me and Franciana. She is helping to also judge the competition. So I had a chat with her about the whole Shane Young Chef competition. I'm here with Franciana and she's one of the judges here. So as a judge, what is your part that you're playing in this? What are you judging? What are you looking for? Okay, here today I'm especially as a taste judge. Yes. So uh, it's not just about the plate, taste the, the, the plate, the, the food coming Oh, I like it. No, yeah. it's not about that. Okay. It's about the pairing, it's about the, the textures, techniques. We look at the plate as in a composition, yeah. as a, a picture or a canvas that you're painting, mm. so is the plate. Okay. So, and the, the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. And even on that, you can already see the personality from oh. the chef uh-huh. on, the, on the plate. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine that, actually, just yeah. by the way that they put things together and stuff, you know. Exactly. Wow, okay. And then how did you manage to get into being a judge? How did that happen? Like more than 10 years ago, yeah. so I decided to make a certified pastry, like a pastry judge okay. course, just to know more about the plates and uh, learning because yeah. we we cannot stop learning. No, definitely not. Exactly, and from that I saying, okay, but can I do that as well? Yeah, let's see. Yeah. And now it's, it's I almost every year like. A, Six ten competitions a year, oh, so wow. they call me to ah, to be a judge. Part of the Shane kind of yeah. yeah. Today here yeah, I'm part from the Shane, but yeah. I work with another associations as okay. well. So that uh, we we judging not not just a hot kitchen, yeah. but a pastry competitions, yeah. chefs of the year, uh, pastry chefs of of the year. Yeah. Do you know what? It's funny because um, when we were talking before, I forgot to say that yeah. when I was younger, I did want to be a pastry chef. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Okay. I used to bake all the time when I was younger. I used to bake all these mad things. Oh, my God. I once made a cake that was yellow. No, it was pink and green. And okay. it was like a marble cake. And I thought it was great. And then I made... Oh, I used to make up things. I never used to weigh anything. <laughs> no, okay. I used to just like think, oh, that will go, that will go. Put it in the oven and it would just come out. And then I'd be like, oh, blah, blah. And I loved it. And then... I went to work in a kitchen and then I thought, I don't like this. I don't like it. <laughs> because, yeah. um, yes, it's quite tough. But I always wanted mm-hmm. to be in Paris doing fancy 
chefy oh. things, but yeah. And there is the top from the top. From yeah. The, yeah, that's what I thought. So, so I'm gonna do it. I might as well. La creme. Yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. And I thought I used to just love the way. You know, what I think it's the creativity that you see, like when people do these things, like when I watch like Bake Off the Professionals, mm -hmm. and I just think, wow, I feel like it's too good to eat sometimes. You know what I mean? But yeah, sorry, I went off then. <laughs> I remember thinking no, I was... No, exactly, but the memories are that. Like, you will remember from your marble yeah. cake. And talking about... So, I remember my first cake was a marble cake. Was it as well? Yeah, I was oh. 10 years old. Oh, my yeah, when I, when I did, and I did alone. My mother wasn't home, so I have my sisters uh, at home. And we don't have anything to take like our af afternoon tea. Yeah. Nah? Seeing what I give to my, to my sisters. Yeah. Nah, I was 10 years old. I turn on the oven and, and Brazil is a gas. So okay. When my mother arrived, she was like, you are crazy. You want to put fire in the house. I say, hello, the cake is beautiful. <laughs> Oh, wow, that's so funny that we both did marble cakes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you carried it on and I just... We just take care of it. I did a different route, different route. Never mind. What kind of advice would you give the winner of this competition? Like, what would you say to them? Like, now you've won, what I really think would work well for you would be... Keep doing. This was just the start one. Okay. It's just the first. This is sometimes not just because you win one competition that you stop, but trying, trying more and challenge yourself. Yeah. More you challenge yourself, more you grow, more your evolution yeah. goes faster. And so you got more experience controlling yourself, even during the pressure yeah. in the kitchen. I'm a judge today, but I still competition, make yeah. a competitions yeah. because keeps you sharp yeah. Yeah, yeah and there's something that is pushing you see adrenaline yeah yeah, yeah. No. that's addictive as well isn't it adrenaline <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh brilliant that's great advice thank you At the top of the show, I mentioned about the cream egg thing and how I'm not a big fan. I mean, I do like the chocolate, the thick, yummy, yummy chocolate, but that sugary, horrible stuff, no. Anyway, when I was down at the chef comp last week, Ben, Chef Ben Purton, yeah, <laughs> he saw my tweets and whatnot about not really liking the inside of a cream egg. So he gave me a cream egg, but... It's with a difference because the middle isn't yucky. It's been transformed or not even transformed, removed, and something else has gone in its place. Now, I have got the said cream egg <laughs> in my hand. So I'm going to bite into it. I don't know. I really don't know what to expect with this. I'm just hoping it's nice. Hang on. Right. Okay. Hang on, hang on. It's just chocolate at the moment. Hang on. Mm. Oh, it's not. I think it's more chocolate. Mm. Mm. Well, I think. <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> I think it's chocolate. I think it's a cream egg just full of chocolate and no yucky bit. So this is what you call a result because I like the thick chocolate anyway. 
And then there's even more chocolate on the thick chocolate. Mmm. Yes. Good work, Ben. Mmm. I need to I need to have more of these. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Just dropped a bit. Do me a batch next year. I'll be happy then. Mmm. Mmm. Just to finish off by saying good luck to the four chefs that are in the finals. Good luck to Michaelis, Massage, Jason and Jacob. On May the 12th, those guys will know who is the winner of the Shen UK Young Chef competition. So that's going to be really exciting for them. Oh gosh, could you imagine? They'll all be there at the Churchill, at the London Regency Churchill Hotel that's where the award ceremony is going to be. That's when they'll know who has actually won. And then the winner of this competition will go to Istanbul in October and they will compete in the world championships. Also, I will have the winner on the podcast. So we'll have a chat with him and uh, yeah, see how he feels about it all. Thanks for listening and get involved. You can like, comment and follow me on the socials. I'm on Twitter. I'm at CravenK7. That's C-R-A-V-E-N-K-7. I'm also on Instagram and I'm CravenK7 on there. And if you want to listen to this weekly, I know you do, what you'll need to do is you need to follow me. Follow me on Spotify, Apple, Anchor or Google Podcasts and you'll get notified every week and then you can get your teeth into more menu. Also, I suggest you share this with your good friends and your family because they will not want to miss out either. So why not do that while you're there? (laughs) Do it. All right, then. That's me. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yay! Yay! Yay!